anything but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, a Star Wars episode. And I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? We're starting this all over again. We already started this once. Second time will be a charm. We're here to talk Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 32. It's an odd episode or an odd issue where we're going to get a Zuckus origin flashback deal, which is odd because the big thing yep. is balance right now. He's got half a sexy face. And I do mean the cyborg part is the sexy <laughs> part, if you ask me. But with all of that, you get the side little deal that's nice enough, but I don't know why they're doing this. It seems maybe they have it as a placeholder because something else big is being worked on. But as you'll find out as we get into this, maybe some spoilers. And Definitely. it's an odd deal. And again, it's here. We get it this week. It's in the recap. But I, is it one of those, like, maybe if you don't want to hear this, you know, fast? It doesn't tell you that I don't much. Think so, no. It's weird, though. Why are they doing this? But we'll tell you what we're talking about after I give you the credits. It's written by Ethan Sachs. As always, guest art by Ale- <laughs> Alessandro Americolo. Colors by Ari Priano and letters by VCs Dra- Travis Lanham. Here is the recap. Tonga's team of bounty honors has successfully saved Valance from the clutches of Darth Vader, but at a great cost. After Valance discovered he had lost the woman he once loved, he was shot in the face and knocked off a cliff by the woman that he was cheating on, I guess, and with the love. Yeah. <laughs> it's very odd. Very odd deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh-huh. oh, no, I'm so upset that my love is dead. But, hey, sure. now my new love is – it felt weird. The <laughs> dangers, however, just beginning for the crew. The Edgehog is being pursued by a new Imperial threat, the Elite Inferno Squad. Eden Versio Versio keep having problems it seems like that name should continue in my mind like versiaccio mm-hmm. i'm just going <laughs> and our squad will stop at nothing to wipe balance's memories after the cyborg observed top secret plans for a new death star here is where we're going to get some spoilers it seems it does not really feel like this has happened yet unbeknownst to all of them a force wave has been released by the destruction of the fermata cage and is spreading across the galaxy a wave that may have deadly ramifications for one bounty hunter that is an odd play because at this moment, we've seen the Fermata Cage not work, get shut down, but not exactly destroyed. To did we, the last Hidden work. Empire that we read was number five, right? We did that one, right? That was it. So the editor's note said, to see the origin of this mysterious wave, see Hidden Empire number five. It did not happen in that and issue. it did not seem to happen in there. Maybe, uh-uh. we, maybe we didn't realize something going on. We'll have to look back at that. Very odd, but I still got that idea that they were still kind of, hey, let's get to remember that the play was at the end of that issue, you ended up having, you know, Darth and the Emperor kind of get down. Things yeah. did not progress. Boots on the ground. Way. Yeah. 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 Slicing and dicing. But <laughs> in this, you end up starting off with old, so weird, old Zuckus. He's thinking back to when he was a young fella and he remembers when his mom. He said, you're going to be a fine You're going to be a great fine because you're my sunny boy. And then starts clicking. And this is mm-hmm. the weirdest play. Like, they need something. Ethan Sachs needs something to tie the past into the present. And you get just this, oh, my mom would click. And it was neat because then I used that to kind of concentrate and to, you know, to relax. And I'm like, what is that? I, I just, it, it reminds me of 
again, I said it the first time we were recording, but it's like my mom whistling and then I, but I hate whistling. So it could be that, but it's just, <laughs> it's one of those things that all it's there for is so that for Lom can reveal that he listened at points to these stories, right? There's nothing really to it. But when we do go into the here and now, okay, Tonga, she's driving the Edgehawk. They're trying to get away. Zuckus, he's going to go into this little trance. And you have this Inferno squad chasing them down. Now they're trying to get away. This is my weird play. And this is a little bit of a, a nitpick. But you end up having the Inferno squad say, we can't just blast this ship. That's what you think they should do. But Mm -hmm. it makes enough sense. At one point, I thought they were just going to say, well, we can't blast the ship because we have to erase Valance's memory. And I'm like, you kind of erase it by destroying him. Yeah, just blow him up and kill him. They do say we have to actually really know that he's on that ship. We can't just let the ship get blown up because then we'll never be sure that he was on the ship. Now, in my mind, there might be a way to verify this anyway. But what happens is... You end up suck as, hey, listen, let me take controls and we'll fly into that asteroid field. Now, when they fly into the asteroid field, the Inferno squad end up saying, well, they'll probably die in there. No fuss, no muss. But if they end up surviving, they're going to need repairs and we're going to go to this, you know, close by station where they would go for repairs. But if they die in that asteroid field, you're just as bad off as if you blew the ship up. You already said, yeah, you already said. (laughs) So they really need at this point in my mind to stop them from getting into that asteroid field, mainly because they may die in there and you'll never be able to verify that Zuckus was on the ship, just like you said, or not Zuckus, uh, Valance. So why? What's going on? So you have that weird play and everything seems to be this kind of forced way to get the story going. And that's the sort of storytelling that really drives me nuts. You get that clicking only because it's going to be something with Forlom. We talked about this with the last Star Wars issue from Charles Soule. Stuff's brought out out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know that it's going to be the next big important 100%, thing. 100%. Yep. It's so much a line-it-up type of storytelling that doesn't feel natural. But they do go into <laughs> this deal, this force wave going, it's there. They fly they, right into the middle of it. Wouldn't you avoid that thing? What I want to know here is what did that do? What is that going to be? Because you already said, well, this one bounty hunter is not going to like that, and they fly into it. And you don't really get much from it, except maybe that's what throws Zuckus into this weird deal. Zuckus goes into a trance for he's no reason. He's in a trance, yeah. And well, he's he's gonna <laughs> instead of rolling the chicken bones this time, he's gonna be in this crazy <laughs> deal. You know what I mean? Of this trance. Then the force wave hits. I thought that when we get the beginning, it, I, this has just dawned on me. It's an epiphany. I thought they no, were no. talking about Valance. Like something would go like, oh no, my cyborgs are going bad because this is kind of a big focus of this book. But it's just there. Like, that's what we're going to get. The big thing of a forced wave is going to interrupt the his the, meditation, the or whatever he's meditation doing. and yeah. then throw him back into the mind of when he was a youngster, which seems to be leading to him dying, even though he didn't die then. So I'm going Freddy Krueger rules and he wouldn't die again, but he's got to mm-hmm. be pulled out of it. I don't know. And then Forlom pulls him out by clicking. 
nonsense, but we do get to see. But it was weird anyway, because he's supposed to be steering the ship. Why is he going into this hypnotic trance meditation? I got the idea. It was like one of those, like, you know, fancy things like, oh, my God, it's it's almost like they're John Lennon's there. Listen, we're in the studio. I'm going to guide us by doing the LSD. Oh, my God, we've got magical (laughs) mystery tour. But in this, he's like communing with other ways. He even says that I'll learn things that, you know, the technology won't know, whatever. Pretty much I think that he's dropped acid and he's there (laughs) and he just wants to make it so everybody's not mad at him. That in a big point here, he's gone back to his drug addiction. We didn't know. Suckus is big on the LSD. So he's in there and it gets affected. They got to pull him out because... Unfortunately, Valance takes controls. He's a little bit meat-handed with it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's not being able to do it. So they're trying to do this. Also, for some reason, Suckus is dying because he's in the dream. I just thought, I mean, the idea of, oh, my God, he's going to die. He's not breathing right. I just thought maybe you play the idea that he'd just be stuck in the dream, right? Like my one buddy at college, his brother, when we were at West Virginia University, his brother dropped acid. He kind of stayed in that dream. He ended up getting committed. It's one of those where you hear those urban legends. I actually saw it firsthand. This kid it could happen, yeah, going wacky. He, nothing made sense to him anymore. But you end up having all this going on, and we're just going to continue this idea of when Zuckus was there to prove that he could be a finesman. They have a ritual. You got to go get the Takara flower, but it's being it, it's being guarded by a Karen. And the funny play of this is, I swear to God, that there might be a joke here that it is a Karen because it flips <laughs> out when you go in. It's yelling for the manager and stuff like that. And I swear, yeah. when I looked, it even almost has a Karen haircut. I'm telling you, there's something there. That was what Let I said. Let me look at this thing. I was, I was laughing thing. at it. When I saw the hair, I'm like, oh, my God, why does that have hair? I'm like, I think it's, it's full out Karen. It's got the similar body type, too. It's yeah, yelling. Right. It's yeah. pissed off. <laughs> it's probably there telling Zuckus he doesn't belong there and wants to see his ID. They're going to call the cops on Zuckus. It just made me laugh. I'm like, why isn't there a story about the classical mythological Karen? But as a Karen, I think we have to do this. I swear, I just I got through the issue with a lot of chuckles thinking just that that's a Karen. Oh, you Karen. I kept saying it as I was reading. It made me giggle. But. What happens then, and again, this is going to be a very quick episode, probably our quickest one because of all this, but you have Zuckus who has to end up, and he gets the flower, it's being guarded by the Karen. You don't steal Karen's flowers. And it ends up attacking him. And he ends up figuring out a way to actually rid the, you know, his people, his clan from this Karen. Ends up setting it up. It's almost like a... uh, Almost like a bullfight type deal. It's like the Karen goes at him and he kind of moves away and it goes Mm -hmm. off a cliff and dies. But he thinks, oh, my God, I've now, you know, screw the flower because he drops it while he's running away from Karen and the other guys, his brothers and, you know, all this. They pick it up. They end up ascending. They are the ones who, all right, you ended up doing it. In the meantime, you would think that maybe his clan might be able to kind of, you know, skew the rules a little and say, well, you know what, Suckus, you actually did something bigger. You freed us of this yeah, terror. Exactly. The problem is, though, the, the thing that makes me laugh, first off, you know, Karen, she's gone. But the other thing, how are they going to do this ritual now? Because the big ritual was to grab the flower and get away from Karen. And now Karen's mm-hmm. dead, so that's all done. Now they're pissed. It, it, that's all I think it is. They're mad at him. 
you can't have this ritual from now on, everybody. Yeah. It's, it's almost <laughs> like, again, Lisa Simpson, where she tries out for the volleyball team and the ball pops on her head and they're like, there will be no team this year, <laughs> children. There's never going to be anybody ascending now because of stupid Zuckus. Everybody because they somebody. need Karen to do it. You're saying, yeah, Karen so has to be there. Now she's there's gone. no ritual. There's no more ritual. They got to figure out something else. Maybe they can yeah. get another Karen. There, there's a lot of Karens around, but you end up <laughs> where, as this is going on, you keep going back to the ship, and oh my God, Zuckus, he's dying. You have this clicking going. I, I still don't think it's played out well. I actually thought that, you know, Forlom, maybe he could do this clicking. This then brings him into the dreamscape. It doesn't. It just ends up calming Suckus down so that he can see the task at hand. But seemingly a task he already did in the past. And we're going through a memory, but he's reliving it. But he should know mm-hmm. what to do. But he ends up stopping this. And you end up where they're like, oh, well, you didn't really follow the rules. You're out. And then Zuckus goes, well, if you don't like it, smell you later, jerks. And then he wakes up and goes, now I'm with my real family. And everybody would just sit around and, and ooh and ah. I think at this point, because of the idea, nah, it's just odd. I mean, the whole thing yeah, is just I agree. so odd, right? So they're like, yeah. oh, man, he wakes up. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm here with my real family. Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> that was an ooh. I, I wanted more of a ah. There you go. See, new sound effects. But at the end, he says, oh, my goodness, you have old hot dog fingers over there. Balance at the controls. Let me go there. I can see what's going on. The big play is you have to be open to taking a different path. Oh, my. It's an after-school special is all this is. It really is a weird Zuckus-based after-school special of Maybe, you know, the narrow-mindedness of the people you think should love you is not as good as the family you meet along the way. And the magic was always within you. Forlom, I love the idea. It's like, Forlom, how did you know the clicking? I didn't think you listened. I was listening. I record (laughs) everything. I thought it was. It's like. I yeah. have recordings of everything, even that time you were with that blue alien. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop it. We don't want to hear that. See, now we got the full sitcom <laughs> going. <laughs> and they're like, oh, right. So at the end, though, you end up having balanced. <laughs> it's, it almost plays out in my mind, too, by the end. It's, you know, Hans Richter in the whole Die Hard, where he knows the exact play of how... Well, the FBI will be in here. They'll cut the power. Like mm-hmm. he ends up going, "Oh, I know. There's this space station right here." I'm like, "It's exactly what the Inferno crew said." So when he says that, you're like, "Oh my god, that's where the bad guys are!" But there they go. They're going to go off to that. I get in these books that the the whole Inferno crew they'll go, and the Inferno crew will realize, you know what? We're not treated great. By the end, it always seems to work out that way, but we'll see. But yeah, they're still well, trying to erase balances. It's but- even convenient that they go to that place because they, they, they say, we got through without any scratches. Well, not too many scratches, but just enough to need repairs. Just enough, you know? again, just enough. Yeah, to, it's just so enough. forced. You don't now, really need to go there. You got a couple scratches, no, no big deal. And now, here's the weird play. You end up having throughout all this issue, Bosk and Valance, they're still going at each other. You end up having... Valance, who at this point, his love of his life, he finds out is dead. 
he's been screwed royally by the Empire from day one, even with his time with Han Solo. His new love, she ended up shooting him in the face, making him unsexy again, and ended up being... What is going to stop Valance from just going, screw it, just erase everything? Or, or you know what? How about this? We'll make a deal. Erase everything from like the past five years, please. Yeah. I will I'll pay start. you. I'll pay you. Fresh start. I'll pay you money to do that. Why isn't this issue? Because this is just a pacing issue and, and a storytelling progression that I would like. Why aren't we getting all the reasons why we wouldn't want Valance's memories to be erased? Because at this point, the big play of, oh, my God, he saw that there's another Death Star that we're working at. The Rebels already know. That is not mm-hmm. that much crucial information. Yeah, you'll get some plans, but you already kind of have the info. So really what I would want is that play of why we desperately need Valance as a character that we like to keep his memories, all the good memories, all the things. And you have them back with Tonga. You have Boston. They're not really friends, but even, you know, all these, he has history with them. Why aren't we showing that, not the, hey, Zuckus is part of the family. We don't need this right now. We need more of that balance deal so that I can say, oh, my God, you know what? It's not just about the Death Star plans. There's a lot more that I would hope that balance would retain, even though his life has been really crappy. I mean, really crappy. So. You would think he'd want to get rid of it. Exactly. Like, not even so give it. me a reason why he would want it. And yeah, right. they're not giving you that. They're giving Zuckus. Hey, you're my family. I'm like, this might have been an issue. I'm just guessing out of the deal because I don't know the actual where this would fit in the numbering. But this is like an issue 15 deal when we just got the crew and why would they be together and all. And we even had some stuff when Zuckus got, you know, taken over and they had to go. So it's like that here we're going to show the other side of why Forlom and Zuckus should be. I don't need that. So uh, in the end, though, as a little solo story type deal of just it was okay but it's, it's just a, a weird shot, play really. it's a weird play here it feels like yeah. something that would have been in an annual something in an anthology something like that but not you know when we were kind of gung-ho and this book was actually again like all right with getting back to what we loved about this book balance you, you were able because of all this to pull tonga lasha all of them in with him so you kind of get this all right let's go don't need also like if you're going to do this, why isn't it something that was connected to Valance? Like you could do back in the day, a time Valance saved him or he saved that. I don't know, but it's just mm-hmm. an odd to go back to, this is how I became a Feinsman. I think it's just because you had to tie something in with this force wave. And it should be called the forced wave because it really forced <laughs> this story. And it drove me nuts. But we got a Karen. That was pretty good. <laughs> Probably one of the better looking Karens I've seen recently. Too, too yes. But yeah, with that, what would you give it? Uh, I think I'm pretty sure, too, just to mention that it's the same cliffhanger that we had at the end of the last issue with uh, <laughs> Inferno Squad staring at us at the end. Yeah, there. just stay, yeah, and their pose. They like that's the yeah. funny thing. I'd love to see where, okay, uncut, and the scene's over, and everybody's like, what are these people doing? Like they're like shoving their groins in, into the camera and stuff. <laughs> I, I love the idea because it really is classic almost like a i'd say like a 90s grunge type album cover because you definitely have the guy who's looking off into the distance not wanting to look at the camera you know that guy who's so bored with everything going on that he doesn't even want to look and seem like he's involved uh just nonsense that you know 
baseball and everything. Groin shoved in your face, right? Three-piece <laughs> going, we got it all. I'm telling you, right now I want somebody to get those weapons out and put some sort of some sort of guitar in there instead. Yeah, then we're talking like 87. <laughs> we're, we're not talking grunge now, but I love the no. guitar. Guitar is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I love it. Though the best version of the uh, keyboards is uh, the Journey video where the keyboardist is just actually playing the metal siding of, of the one building. That's pretty good, too. I uh, think it's uh. like, yo, I got to show that to you. It's great. But in that, here we go. I, what I, is your score? I'd give it a, I'd give it a seven. I, yeah, I, seven for me. The the art is uh, it goes to show you how um, Arif Prianto, the colorist, really ties everything together because it looks it's very similar to yep. the yeah, other artist. So. And when you get to the backgrounds, I thought it, it doesn't fully go into, but it almost looks like you get a little grittier. I I do like that style, and yeah, I like the art enough. I mean, it fits in. It's not that drastic. Yeah, of a it's difference. not. It's not uh, a little more like weird details but i do like it and then i look Mm -hmm. it is funny when you have this you go the saga also continues in hidden empire four like yeah Mm. the timing's way just mentioned five in Mm -hmm. this issue and you're going with four and then you even mentioned something that maybe when you wrote it if it was supposed they changed up because it didn't seem to really happen at the end of that but we'll see how it goes, and even some of these others are off uh, a bit. Well, it also as well. says Bounty Hunters thirty two, and that's what we're reading right this now. One, yeah, so they yeah. they do that weird thing too. <laughs> it's very odd. That's still, uh, but yeah, it's uh. just odd. Also, you get Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, Jabba's Palace. I don't think that's come out yet. Uh, no. So we'll see. Looks cool. Got Jabba. Yeah, yeah. Look at the pretty cool. Maybe that's where I'll finally get that story where they show at least Lando saying, "I think I'm going to go work for that Jabba undercover." I keep waiting for that to happen. <laughs> uh, but he's in no space right now, so he can't do crap. But with all of that, everybody, we'll be back again next week with whatever books come out, continuing mm-hmm. this whole Star Wars deal. Again, I I like this enough. I hope, though, that we get full-out balanced stuff, which we should, and that's what we've been waiting for. So that would be pretty cool. But with all of that, thanks, Matt, for joining me. Thanks, everybody, no for listening. And... We will talk to you all later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.